All right, Kyle. What dumb thing did Patrick Alvin say this time? And is Quinn Hughes going to be the next captain of the Vancouver Canucks? You might not find out next, but we're at least going to talk about it. It's Begsy and it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, yes, yes. We've heard from the players. We've heard from the general manager. And now you're hearing us. Begsy and Bowen on Locked On Canucks. Thanks for tuning in. My name, Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. We need to tell you that you should skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NHL60 and use code NHL60 for 60% off plus free shipping. And before we dive in the show, we want to thank you again for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Coming up on today's show, we're going to get some playoff predictions. We'll talk about some former Canucks that are in the dance. I want to talk about what stood out to me most from Patrick Alvin and Rick Tockett's media availability. And Kyle, I know you had a quote from Alvin that got you fired up. But first and foremost, Kyle Bowen, how you doing, buddy? It's, it's Monday. It's cloudy. It is what it is. Yo, yo, what's up with that? You said America's healthy food option, HelloFresh. Come on, man. You got to mention Canada in there too, okay? For real, man. West Coast, the best coast. A lot of us watching slash tuned in here right now from up there. And there's nothing against the people down there, you know, down south. I'm just saying, yo, HelloFresh probably available in Canada too. It is. My homies are, yo, I'm getting older in this thing called life. You, you talk more about taxes, but dude, you definitely talk more about cooking when you get older. It's just the truth. Hey, speaking about cooking, we cook up episodes every day, Monday to Friday. We get the comments, we read the comments, and we save the comments for last. Yes, the best for last. The people are the reason we're here today. And the people are, in my opinion, a little upset because Patrick Alvin, let's be real, let's be honest, his PR skills are maybe like one or two or three levels above Jim Benning's, but the, the bar that Jim Benning set for years and years and years and years was so bad. This guy needs to just step it up just a bit because towards the end of what he was saying today with Rick Tockett, he mentioned this, okay? We're five or six games away from being a playoff team right now, points-wise. Thomas Strands tweeted that out. And I don't know the context. I didn't see the question before. I'm being honest with the people, right? It is what it is. But did we need a quote like that? on this gloomy Monday day when the playoffs are starting and the rest of the league is playing and we're just here. <sighs> sad, yo. Sad, man. Yeah, How does that he, quote make you feel? One... Did it have to be said? You know? I, did he? Did we need it that? It didn't have to be said, no. I think Alvin has this habit of trying to, you know, make things look a little rosier than they actually are. And in fairness, I think he talked about how changes need to be made. The team's not good enough and... You know, he did talk about, you know, change that did have to be made with the team. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. But, yeah, he just has this. It just, just happens a couple of times every presser. He kind of says something that it's just like, come on, man. Did you really have to say it? You know, I think he had the infamous three first-rounders quote after the Horvat <laughs> trade. He had this, you know, or five, six wins away from being a playoff team quote. Yeah, it's, it's still. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Even if the NHL had a, a play-in tournament like the NBA, the Canucks were 11th. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have even made a play-in tournament. So, shut the... Shut the you know what up about uh, about oh, being almost man, in the playoffs. Right? The other quote, oh, the other quote he said God. that was like, 
really was he was asked about Pedersen's contract and how you basically have like, you know, this summer you, he's eligible for an extension. And you have one year to resign him. And Alvin's like, well, we really have two years to resign him. And I'm just like, dude, no, it's not. That's not what I want to hear. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Yeah, Kyle's leaving. Kyle's, Kyle's off the show because Pedersen's leaving Vancouver. And if Pedersen leaves Vancouver, I know uh, Kyle Bowen's not coming back to uh, the Locked On Canucks. But, I mean, the logic from Alvin there is that, you know, he has Pedersen eligible for an extension this summer. If he doesn't resign, he has a little bit of next off to get it done. But it's just like it was a, it was a bad cop though, and it's something he shouldn't have said. He should have said, our priority is to get our captain signed. Is that so hard to say, Kyle? I don't think so. I'm sorry I left you there, man. Sometimes I forget this is a show, but these guys make it seem like real life. <laughs> that was emotional, man. It is real life. Yo, that well, felt good, man. Point, but... Yo, that felt good to throw that pillow on the ground. That's not even my pillow. Not even my pillow. <laughs> I threw it on the ground. It's a studio, man. Come on, man. You think we're vacuuming the carpet? I just threw that pillow on the ground. I didn't give a, I didn't give a f- okay? I didn't give a f- I just did it. Disrespecting other, th- I- I'm mad, Begsy. I'm mad. I can't believe you just told me that quote from Alvin. Oh, we really have two summers. I will say this though, because I'm as I'm speaking out loud, I'm kind of going through the past, and the past was what an hour ago, and I did watch most of the press conference. There is a chance that this dude is just is just a funny guy. Like he's he's kind of sarcastic. You know what I'm saying? He 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 like. You know how like uh they they say that thing the best the best jokes are the ones that hurt the most because they contain the most truth and all that stuff. Like, maybe he <laughs> he's, like, trolling us a little. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause, I, I, I could see it. Yeah. And actually, there's one example from the presser I, I want to bring up. Before I want to get to, you know, my biggest takeaway from from the presser today, which was Talkett's comments about the captaincy. Um, but Al- Alvin was asked by Harmon Dial, who's coming up on tomorrow's show of Locked On Canucks, by the way. Uh, Harmon Dial asked about Ethan Bear and, you know, if he's going to be resigned, if he's and if he's earned a raise, and, and I think Alvin made a joke like, I don't know if he's if he's earned a raise, but yeah, and I like okay, so that, that that's a really interesting note because I guess we're recapping my experience with this with this past conference because everything's hitting me now, you know. Again, the last two quotes they they they, they didn't take me to the, the edge of the cliff. I fell off for real. I fell off, but now I'm remembering how the conference went down and. I liked when he did that. I liked the joke. I liked the, hey, man, okay, the bar's pretty low here. Listen, maybe he doesn't need a raise. Remember I said uh, a couple years, uh, two mil per, and people, some people are like, two mil, that's way too cheap. We're way too cheap. There's no way he's coming back for two mil. I'm like, dude, we're, you know what I'm saying? It's Ethan Bear. Chill out. The bar is so low here. And I think he kind of, he was joking. Maybe he wasn't taking the most personal shot, but at the same time, he tells the truth just a bit, bro, in some of these statements. He does, bro, and he... He's all over the place, but again, touching points of the truth, and there was some there. It's not something to dive into, but it's it's stating like, yo, I know, because Harmon asked him, do you see Ethan Bear being a top four defenseman? You know, and when you when you say like, when you talk about being a qualified top four D-man, Canadian market, a team that really needs it, yeah, you're looking at, yo, that, that defenseman's probably getting paid four to four and a half. He's actually good, but Ethan Bear, bro, on most teams, he's five, six. He's five, six. He's yeah. four and a half. And if he's not, he's got to prove it longer. Bro, this guy this guy didn't play much hockey over the last year and a half, two years. He, he was on Carolina. They used Jalen Chatfield more, you know? Let him prove it for longer before we actually give this guy that, that, that name. That top top four D-man. So, so I like that, man. Let's, let's not overpay for uh, Ethan Bear. If he wants to come back, 
I think the team has a lot of control there. Two-year deal, $4 million. Hey, after today, maybe 3.85. one9 a year, you know? Come on. Get it done. Yeah, Ethan Bear's, Ethan Bear's qualifying offer, uh, by the way, is $2.2 million. Oh, so if oh. they qualify him, that's the minimum his contract will have to be unless they renegotiate before qualifying okay. him, uh, which is what happened with Brock Bester last season. So certainly not impossible. Uh, but Kyle, I want to get away from my major takeaway today, and that was comments about the captaincy. Uh, so, so let me backtrack to earlier this morning. I'm commuting to work. I hear Ian McIntyre on uh, Sportsnet Radio say that Quinn Hughes is trending towards being the next captain of the Canucks. And that took me aback a bit because I think the majority of fans in this market, while it's not clear cut, I think the majority of fans thought and still think that it could be Elias Pedersen. And even when I was at the media availability on Sunday, I asked Pedersen, you know, what does what does he think uh, a good NHL captain looks like? Or what does a good NHL captain look like to him? I should have asked that question to Quinn Hughes looking back on it because this guy, again, looks like he's trying to be the next uh, Canucks captain. And the reason I say it isn't just from Ian McIntyre's quote. Rick Tockett was asked about his thoughts on the captaincy and the presser. And you know who you mentioned first, Kyle? I think you know who I'm going to say, especially if you're listening. <laughs> it was Quinn Hughes. Yeah. And, and almost I was almost taken aback for how much Rick Tockett just raved about Quinn Hughes and how Hughes has emerged as a leader and how he's really become more vocal. And, you know, he, he's miles ahead of, you know, where he was uh, when he first came to the team. And again, he went off about Hughes and then he mentioned Petey second. And he definitely wasn't as glowing in his praise about P- Petey's leadership. He didn't, you know, crap on him or anything like that. But he just <laughs> said Petey's a quiet guy and, and he's emerged a little bit. And, Did you say a little bit? Or you that. just put a shit in Tockett's mouth? Like you said the word a little bit? Come on, man. I, I, I don't I gotta, know if it was a little bit, but it, was, it wasn't like this guy's really emerged. It's like he's been, been like a little bit more talkative. I, I, I need to go back and listen, but that's that's how I heard it at least. Uh, you, you guys can hit me up in the comments if, I, if I'm making it up or if I'm wrong. But I don't think I you're mean, making it up. I, just, I don't think you're making it up. I think there is a lot of that there. and You look at what you're mentioning, you know? Like, you heard it in the morning, McIntyre. It's one thing for a reporter to kind of lean towards that. And then you're talking about being asked a question about the situation by the media and talk it says another dude's name first. There's, bro, you know what I'm saying? The captain has to be the head co- the head coach's boy. You know what I'm saying? That's his, they're, they're one, two in the dressing room. You know what I'm saying? So I think Quinn Hughes is going to be the next captain of the Vancouver Canucks. And we've, not, am I jumping to conclusions? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm irrational. I'm a Canucks fan. Okay, but look at what we've seen. The end of the year, end of the season speech uh, in front of the people, in front of, I know they won that night, but overall, it's like, come on, man. In, in front of a fan base that is cheering for not even mediocrity at this point. And, you know, he's, but he's the one talking yeah. to the people. He's the one talking to the people. And then I'm going to say, bro, you were there. You were there, man. This dude pulled up in a suit. Nobody else did. No, 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 bro. It's some real, I think they already told him. I think he knows. I think it's going to happen. I think Quinn Hughes is going to be the next Canucks captain. And, you know, for, for me, you know, I've been, I've been saying the whole Patterson thing for years and years and years and years. You know, it's based on his work rate, how talented he is. It just matches uh, the recipe for, like, you know, having a, a leader, again, who's working his tail off. He's the first one on the ice, off of the ice. And during the games, he competes the hardest. And, oh, whoa, he's one of the most talented offensive players in the league. That, that effect could be, you know, beautiful for the team. That type of inspiration, I do think you can get something similar with Quinn Hughes and still have the Pedersen effect be, be the case. Quinn Hughes is, he's crazy, man. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. I, you know, I, 
I should have probably a stronger take on you know who I like, who I would prefer as captain, Hughes or Pedersen. I I really don't. I want what's best for the team and what they think is best in that locker room. And I, I think we're we're talking out of our rear ends if if we know what that is. Uh, you know, that being said, I, I think it's clear that you know Hughes is a bit more outspoken. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. Hughes and Pedersen are both pretty soft-spoken dudes. Uh, both both very intelligent and and well well spoken, and, and I think they think well about their thoughts. Unlike 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 me, at least. Jeez, I just ramble on. But um, yeah, I, I don't really. To me, it doesn't really matter who's captain. Um, I, I think either one. It's got to be either one of those guys. It would matter to me if it's like JT Miller or somebody oh, else. Oh, there you go, dude. Oh Hughes my Pe- god, bro! Between you Hughes can't even Pedersen, hold back for one Hughes episode, man. Can't, What's that? On. I said you can't even hold on for one episode. You just gotta take the knife out and give another one to JT right there. I don't know what Justin Timberlake <laughs> did to you back in the back. Like I don't know what what's going on. Did he have a crush on Britney Spears or something like that? Was your heart broken? Like you don't you don't support any JTs? It's Trevor Beggs, man. Locked on Canucks. Your team every day. This uh, okay, dude, but before we before we get to break, how would you feel if JT Miller was named captain? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, you're, you're gonna you're gonna throw me under the bus. No, okay, no let's way, see your bro. take on it, uh, bro. I'd be so disappointed because this guy talked all that smack and then he left the ice early. Was it an injury or was it you know like he was just mad? You can't have, you know, you got to be calm, cool, collected at the top, and you know also be super talented. And you get that, you get that with both Quinn Hughes and Pedersen. You know, for real, they're they're at the top of their game. They're at the top of their class. Uh, Pedersen, you know, being right below McDavid because he's impossible to get. Drysaddle too, but you know he's up there. And Quinn Hughes, look at the stats. I know the Canucks suck, and nobody's watching the East Coast when we start playing at seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, and it's ten o'clock. Then y'all go to bed. But you guys are missing out on watching one of the best team men in the NHL, and he's been proving that for years and years and years and years since he got here. Since he got here, even in that little portion of the first year of his ELC when they burned it off, and he came from college, he was so good in those last like seven games. He's that he's yeah, that damn good. Yeah. 100%. He's been good. Yeah, well, Hughes and Pedersen are at the top of their games. Unfortunately, the Canucks are not. That's when they're not in the playoffs. But the next 16 teams we're going to talk about are in the playoffs. We're going to give our playoff predictions on the other side, or at least I am. I'm not sure about Kyle. But we're going to hear some playoff predictions on the other side. But first, I need to tell you about a product that I literally use every day. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me. You want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. That's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 in a glass of water each day, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of multiple different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it can be on your stomach. AG1 costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You know what they say, man. Who needs health insurance when you got athletic greens? Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Lockdown Canucks, your team every day. Every day, every day. Hey, man, it's been every day for a long time. 
when it comes to my relationship with the Vancouver Canucks. It's safe to say that over the f- last five, six, seven years, it's been on and off. But, you know, I'm still very much in love with this team, and it means so much to me. And I got a phone call from somebody who we've talked about prior on the show, the same dude who went, went to Game 7 against Minnesota, Game 7 against Boston. He's just been to dark moments. He also went to the Steve Moore Todd Bertuzzi incident, okay? That dude called me. He called me Friday, and I think he caught wind that the Canucks were the only team to fire their head coach this season, midseason, you know, and really give up on the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, okay? He called me, and he said, he said if the Canucks don't, if they lose Patterson, he's out. He's out, you know? Dude just had a kid. He's growing his family, you know, doing his thing. They don't sign Patterson. After decades and decades and decades of being a Canuck fan, he's out. Now, I think he's lying. You know, he's just being emotional. He's like, he's never going to fall out of love with the Canucks. But you know what I'm saying? It's getting to that point with people in their fandom for their team. And, and then we have you, you know, who just you're, just, you're just a nice guy. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. And the Vancouver Canucks can never take away from your, your complete love of the game. And here you are wanting to talk about other teams on Locked On Canucks, which I, I appreciate because game has to recognize game. You know, we haven't we haven't been around. We haven't been watching the best of the best. You know, here on the West Coast, we're struggling. You know, we got to watch the Canucks. Our standard of hockey is low. At the same time, you got to always recognize game. Again, game recognizes game. And Begsy is going to tell us his predictions for the first round, or you're going to take the take it the whole way and tell us who's going to win the cup. No, no, no. We'll just do first round today, and I'll, we'll do a Canuck tie, and I'll, I'll mention at least one former Canuck in every series. Whoa. I believe I did write about this for Daily Hive. I still don't think it's been posted. I've got to see what Rob's up to. Hey. But I think there's only four teams that don't have a Canuck who played a game for them this season. And off the top of my head, it's the Dallas Stars, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I'm blanked on the other ones, but that doesn't matter. I, I And I'm you know, screw the whole East-West thing. I'm just going to kind of you know, list off series and in terms of what I think is the most police watchable. I'm going to go with the series I'm most interested in, and that is the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers. Now, the Rangers are one of two teams that have two former Canucks on their roster. Can you name the two New York Rangers who are playing, uh, the two former Canucks who are playing for the Rangers, Kyle? Tyler Mott, right? He's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the other one, but he's on the roster. The neural season. We need the game game show music here. It's one of the oldest guys in the NH in the NHL. Yeah, the struggling here. I know this is really bad for uh, podcast listeners. Maybe on YouTube too, yeah, watching no, me squint I, and I trying keep, to look I keep, into I keep my brain. This. I keep doing this to you. Okay, okay. You know what? Let's cut to it, man. What's the answer, man? Yaroslav Halak. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, about fair that. Enough. I, I have the Devils over the Rangers in seven, but to me, this is the most interesting series of round one. Uh, I, I joked with Chris Faber at the Canucks media availability. He might have saved me from Canucks PR because I was going to ask Quinn Hughes if he was going to be chugging beers in the stands like Brady Kachuk. And Chris asked the more vanilla version of that question just before <laughs> I was going to. So uh, shout out to Chris Faber for helping me keep my press pass. Uh, Kyle, do you want to give predictions or thoughts? Or we're just going to rip through these here. What rip, rip through it. Rip through it. But yeah, go, go, uh, Go Devils, man. Honestly, yo, if Quinn's going to be there, you know, you might as well see him soak in some greatness, you know, and be inspired and want to one-up his younger brothers. Because honestly, he's a, for real. The, the proof is in the pudding, okay? Quinn Hughes, Luke, Luke Hughes, Jack Hughes. That's elite. That's unbelievable. Like, that's hard to do. I know they're a hockey family, and the father played in the NHL, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the mom was just the 
you know, the most supportive mother, the most loving mother, did her thing, doing all the hard work. It's a team effort to do that much work, you know, when it comes to ha- having elite players in the National Hockey League at the same time. I, I truly believe the brotherhood between three of them, though, is is something we can all learn from. There seems to be a lot of love there, man. Like, they're just leading with love, you know. As, as competitive as they are, it's they're just pushing each other. That being said, I think... Quinn Hughes could get jealous here. I'm not going to lie, and that's what we need. We just need him to be a little little snark, just, you know, want to one-up his brothers because now he's behind. Even the one that just entered the NHL, he's in the playoffs before you. You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes did play playoff games, but ah, you know, not for the fans. So. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Playoff games, man. Uh, honestly, I, I love all the matchups in the East, but I think the second most intriguing series to me, Toronto and Tampa, I finally think Toronto's going to do it. I'm really worried about their goaltending, but they're the better team, and I just think they're going to exercise their demons one of these years, whether we like it or not. So I have Toronto in six. In terms of former Canucks, obviously Luke Shen and uh, Jordy Ben still buried in their farm system. Played a few games for them this year as well. What do you think, Kyle, Toronto or Tampa? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's have Luke Shen have a standout series, you know, a standout series, and then free agency comes around, and... He's the guy, you know? He's the guy for some teams where they're giving that Eric Branson-like money. And maybe that team's your Canucks, you know, for real. Could you imagine oh, three-year, no, three no, no, $12 million no, no. deal? Oh, Jesus. Luke Shen, dude. No. Go no. get it, man. Go get it. Um, no, no, my prediction, no. though, the, honestly, bro, I'm one of those people, man. I don't I don't hate Toronto, and I've actually picked them in the, in the past to, you know, do better. But this time around, it's hard not to pick the Lightning because they've done it for so long, and they have to prove it. You know, like, I can't go against them. They're too great, man. Three straight cup final appearances. They're just so damn good in the playoffs. Until you show me that you can't win in the playoffs, I'm not picking against you. So the Lightning, for me, are going to win it in in seven. Wow, Lightning in seven. Yeah, I think if it gets to game seven, the Leafs are in trouble because I just think there's too many uh, too many wounds there for the Leafs. So I think they got to wrap it up in six or less. Mm-hmm. I, I did see one guy from the Athletic picking the Leafs to sweep, which I think is incredibly disrespectful, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is what it is. Uh, I, I think third on my list in terms of watchability would be uh, Oilers and Kings, and I'm, I'm picking Edmonton at five. I think Edmonton is just rolling right now. Honestly, I said I wasn't going to do cup predictions, but I don't know if Big Dave is going to be stopped this year, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not cheering for Edmonton. I don't want to see Edmonton win. I had this debate with my mom on the weekend. I don't care if they're Canadian team. I do not want to see them win, but I think this might be Edmonton's year, to be honest with you. I think it's best for the game if McDavid wins. It's just the truth, man. I think it 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 allows for scoring to continue to go up, for you know records to be want to be broken. Like just give us a couple more years of this. Actually, just give it give it to us forever. Offense just matters more, you know. Every league is scoring way more. You know the NFL, the NBA. I don't know about baseball. Let's just continue that. And I think the easiest way to get that get that through to the people and the kids and communicate that is having McDavid be the face of long long playoff runs. And when the Canucks are not in, just get this guy one cup or something, you know? Just go on a run here. He was on a run last year, too, man. Look at the numbers, man. He's This guy's been almost two points per game for like, literally how many games in a row, bro? It's it's so gross, man. And he can do a lot for the game. And holy crap, we're already at the 26-minute mark. We still got four or five series to talk about, man. No, I I think we're I think we had to redo it like five minutes in, right? So okay, we're okay. actually only like the 21-minute mark. Um. Carolina and the Islanders, I that's probably my fourth series. I think it's going to be really close. I have Carolina in seven, but I could see this going either way. Obviously, Bo Horvat on the New York Islanders roster. And we mentioned him off the top, Jalen Chatfield. 
for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, Bo knows early playoff exit. So, yeah, go Canes, go. I like that. Any I, comments I, there, Kyle? I, no, I love, move on? no, no, no. Honestly, let me have 30 seconds here, okay, man? It's still... Okay. It's still... Horvat, man, for me, man. It, it is. It is, man, because we're sensitive right now, man. He just took a... He didn't have to do that, man. He knows we're irrational over these little things, and he took a shot at us uh, 10 days ago, and it still... It, does, it, it, it was just seemed unnecessary. Why attack the people? You get what I'm saying, bro? Because yeah. it, it's been... You know, we've, we've said it since he said it. There's that viral clip that's going around. It's like, bro, you never got the hate from us, and you were the captain here, and we sucked. And you never, it, come on, man. He knew what he was doing anyways. It's F. Bo Horvat. The Hurricanes are playing the Hurricanes in three games. F out of here, man. Yeah, Canes in three. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number number five on my watchability list. I'm going uh, Jets and, and Knights. I, I, I'm a I'm a closeted Jets fan a little bit. And I think the Jets are actually going to pull off the upset here. I have Jets in six. Yeah. Uh, Connor Hellebuck leading the charge, MVP of this series. And, you know, I just, I just you know, I don't, I don't want to see Vegas win either, so. Get out of here. Trevor, man, honestly, you got to stop doing that stuff, man. Just being fans of multiple teams. And can you just let us know in the comments below if you think Trevor Bags is a phony? If he's a phony Vancouverite? Because he has, he has like four teams he cheers for in the same league that the Canucks play in? Come on, bro. Put all your spirit on one team, dude. Whatever's in the closet, leave it in the closet. Yeah, I, th- I think it changes a bit during playoff time. But, hey, I, again, tell me in the comments what you think. I'd love to hear it. Yeah, phony. Uh, number yeah. six on my list, Boston and Florida. I really actually flip-flopped on this one. I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for Boston. They're obviously – I think there's probably too much made about the health scares right now. I don't know if you've heard, but Boston has a bug going through the team. Like Bergeron's questionable for game one tonight, Allmark. Uh, I, I think aside from that noise, I just think Florida is better than your typical eighth seed. Uh, I think they're actually handed Boston two of their like four losses this year. I know Boston's maybe won a bit more than that, but I have Boston in six, but I, I, I was tempted to pick Florida in the upset here, even though Boston had the best regular season in NHL history. Dude. Uh, okay. So again, I, I'm, I'm back on it this summer, going through the regimen, the, the Trevor Beggs hockey program, just like the Canucks are going through the Rick Tockett boot camp in, in the summer. Is Florida using Bobrovsky as their number one? I'm not sure who's starting in game one. It's either Alex Lyon or Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky backed up for the last game of the regular season, but Lyon was, you know, I think at like a 950 save percentage in seven starts. So mm-hmm. I'm curious. I, I know we're recording like two hours to the puck drop, so I'm curious who's going to start, but it's either Lyon or Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky is good to go, though. I feel as if Florida's a bit of a benchmark for the Canucks. You know, it's like you could have like bad contracts and, you know, just bring in new faces all the time and kind of just squeak in. And I know they won the President's Trophy last year and whatnot, but it's like, dude, you got to prove something, you know? And look at that. They got a $10 million pot, p- potential backup. It's, it's hard to be great when you have anchors like that, you know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, number seven on my list, uh, Dallas and Minnesota. I, I probably should have this one higher up because I think it's one of the biggest toss-ups to me. I just, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> really care about either of these teams or watching them that all that much, but I have Dallas in seven. And yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about that series other than this. You know, Dallas was again one of four teams. I think it was Boston, Edmonton, Dallas, and Tampa Bay were the four teams with, who had no former Canucks. Although Minnesota, let me tell you, their former Canucks, Nick Patan, who got called up and scored late in the season, and Joseph Cremarosa, shout out to the Willie D era. Those are the two former Canucks who played games for them this season. 
Um, Kyle, any thoughts on Dallas, Minnesota? Nope. Nope, but okay. shout out Nick Patan, uh, man. Go get it. Nick Patan. Okay, eighth on my list. Uh, this is the only soup I have. I have Colorado over Seattle in four. Good job, Seattle. Mid <laughs> to the playoffs. I don't think you're going to win a single game, and I hope you don't. Let's cut to break, man. I don't want to talk about how the Seattle Kraken already had a 100-point season, man. Get get the break right now, man. Honestly, man. You're listening to Locked on Canucks. Okay, okay, you're back on Locked on Canucks. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs. You know, Beggs, he just spent the last 46 minutes talking about the rest. The rest of the league it just made me super sad and miss, miss the game even more. And You know me, I'm all about the people. Let's keep it local, okay? Let's keep it local. Onto the page, and we love we love the comments and all the new people that are joining, joining in on the action. And as always, love us or hate us, agree with us or not, it's go Canucks go. We're just here for you. The first comment is from Wild Eyes One Hundred. Ask Petey <laughs> and Hughes if they want to play for a rebuilding team, bro. Ask Petey and Hughes if they're already playing for a rebuilding team. Okay, they t- come on, man. Canucks are so so bad. Look at the standings, yo. And look at the standings year after year after year. They are playing on a rebuilding team that wants to get yeah. really lucky. Th- thanks for the comment. I think that would be a, a better question to ask if the Canucks were clearly not trying to rebuild. <laughs> like, they're clearly yeah. trying to do all they can to win. If they were rebuilding, then I think it would be a fair question, for sure. And, and yeah, and, and on that note, you know, th- uh, Wild Eyes was, was referring to Begsy, you know, uh, prior to uh, it actually happening, being... Being there, you know, being there. Uh, where am I going with this? Because I'm going to get emotional here, you know, talking about Begsy and his dreams coming true. This guy's in the in the room at, at the end of the season asking the players questions, and he... Okay, I got really emotional here and cried up a storm because my dude Trevor Beggs got his way into the press conference at the end of the season. My guy, man, doing this for a very long time, doing it his own way, and why not... Why not give the man his flowers now, man? For real. I know there's so much more work to be done, but I am very, very proud of that type of effort. And yeah, for real. If you're if you're listening to this, watching this, don't wait to give a loved one their flowers. Because as much as I do say, you know, life is long, it also is very short. And yeah, Begsy, congratulations. Onwards and upwards. Keep doing you. Keep being genuine. And yo, but like... Let go of all the other teams you cheer for in the NHL. That is that is some buffoonery for real. Let's get back to the show. I love it when uh, dreams come true, yo. Just don't don't give up out there, okay? If you're watching this, Banana Man Canucks are literally the worst team in the history of professional sports. <laughs> I'm from ba- Vancouver, <laughs> by the way, yo. It, it has to work. It has to work now, or we may be the New York Jets. We may be the Sacramento Kings. I know they just won one playoff game. Uh, the other day. No, they lost. They lost. They lost. They lost to the Warriors. Didn't they win? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking. Uh, my bad. I'm thinking Grizzlies, Lakers. Yes, yeah, sorry. They won. They won. Okay. Oh, okay. Whatever. There, there you go. The, a little bit of a connection. But yeah, the Sacramento yeah. Kings haven't made the playoff. Didn't make the playoffs for like what? Maybe like 14, 15, 16, 16 years. years. 16 yeah. years. That could be the Canucks. Just realize that until they prove it. Until they prove that their philosophy that is so different than everyone else's around the league is the one that leads to success because right now it's it's the only thing that we can hope like look at as a reference point you know like it's got to work there's there's never been this method to a madness that actually worked in the nhl because anyways we're just gonna get go down this path man just 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 prove us wrong so you don't become the new york jets or the sacramento kings or the cleveland browns 
or just teams that are just bad for like 20 to 30 years because it's only been 10 and a half, 11, 12 years or whatever, and it's been tough, man. I see my friends less because the Canucks suck. My life is worse because the Canucks suck. Oh, you're old, man. There's other things to do. Don't take it so serious. I'm telling you right now, my life is worse because the Canucks suck. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Locked On Canucks. Let's get out of here, man. You're just boiling me up, man. It's Monday. It's Monday. Now I'm going to start my week off being pessimistic. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing you're this. You're welcome, man. I think, I, think you should, uh, I think you should lighten up and watch some NHL playoff hockey. I know you're sad that Canucks aren't in the dance, but uh, NHL playoff hockey is, you know, I think some of the best entertainment in the world. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, I'm not, so I just, sad. I'm, so I, sad. You know, I don't even know how to add. Like, what is that? What is NHL playoff hockey? What is it? We don't know. Uh, well, what? Well, whether you're watching NHL playoff hockey or not, we appreciate you for listening to this episode of Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Again, make sure you subscribe, follow. We love it if you leave a comment. You know, maybe give your playoff predictions. Um, and then coming up later this week on the show, we got Harmon Dial hopping on the program tomorrow. And then later this week, I, I do want to touch on some other. Uh, talking points, including uh, Alvin's comments about buyouts uh, from earlier today. And Kyle, this week we got 420 coming up, okay? 420. So let's touch on the greatest 420 moments in Canucks history. How does that sound to you? I just want to get out of here, man. <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of Kyle, I'm Trevor Beggs, and we thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.